Welcome to Spirit Goddess. I'm May. I'm Joelle. Let's dive into the world of spirituality together. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode. We're excited for this one today. Uh We're going to take a bit of a different turn from our other chill episodes and we're going to be reading Reddit ghost stories. (laughs) This is going to be so fun because I think we have a very interesting perspective we've we've talked about like some of our beliefs about ghosts about demons about evil about spirits and all of that and now we're gonna be just reading stories and kind (laughs) of sharing our our thoughts yeah because a lot of our own beliefs are of course based of our own experiences but reading other people's stories whether it's ghost related paranormal related or like creature related it's very very interesting to hear other people's point of view Mm -hmm. and we're gonna break them down talk about them a little bit and we have a few we have lots of stories to read so this will be a fun one disclaimer though if you are scared of ghost stories or you get really scared maybe don't listen to this episode at night in the middle of the night before you go to bed like be smart okay be smart maybe wait until somebody else gets home before you listen to it because if you get scared easily we don't want you to be freaked out by these stories and have nightmares about them so be smart about it or skip this episode entirely if you're really really freaked out by that stuff okay so after that little disclaimer let's jump right in let's start off with a creepy one like this one is eerie it's a little weird okay so this one goes i was standing in my parents room talking to my very sick dad at the time he was dying of stage four esophageal cancer i got the feeling someone was behind me i looked towards the doorway to the living room and something about four foot six and fully black is peeking around the corner with its hands around the door frame I ran towards it and it slipped back around the door. When I got outside the doorway, there was nothing. My dad was completely confused when I stepped back inside the room to tell him. People who stayed at my house in my dad's final days claimed to have seen it. My mom saw the figure on multiple occasions in multiple places until he passed away. We haven't seen it since. Ooh. What are your initial thoughts like <sighs> hearing that? I. I've seen, of course, like so many like clips of videos of things peeking around a doorway with the creepy hands and then they pull away. That's like a little eerie to me, especially that the figure is all black, like could have been like a shadow figure, maybe. Could it have been somebody waiting for him to cross over, almost like death waiting for him? Yeah, like maybe. What do you think? I have no clue what to make of this, I'll be very honest, because it's so hard for me to believe in like evil yeah, stuff. Like yeah. A full evil entity. So I don't know if it yeah. was like I don't death know or... if it was. Like it might have just been an entity like mm. watching, knowing that somebody was gonna pass to the other side soon, yeah. kind of like waiting for it. It might not have been a negative thing, but that's very weird that multiple people saw it. Yeah. And that the mom saw it multiple times. That's a little weird. Very creepy. Very Very creepy. creepy. (laughs) Oh, very strange. The next one we have is, after we moved into our home, we were told a woman had died there at the hands of her abusive husband. She hated men. My dad would wake up with scratches all over himself. And whenever my brother was mean to my sister or I, he would have scratches on him as well. 
One day, my brother hurt our sister. He hit her with something. When he woke up later that night, he had a horrible bloody nose. The day we moved out, my brother accidentally broke his twin's arm trying out a wrestling move. He swears that he would have died that night if it wasn't our last in the house. I hear tons of stories of people waking up with scratch marks and stuff. Even I was talking about this on the weekend with my parents because my mom actually has coworkers that have kind of experienced these weird, like for a lack of a better sense, like they think it's evil mm-hmm. and something like that. And waking up with scratch marks on you is something that's very eerie. Yeah, I find it so interesting because I feel like this is a good example of what people might think a demon is. Yeah. But I, how I see this is like this woman in when she was alive Mm -hmm. went through a lot of trauma yeah and for that reason she hated men so when she moved on and she passed on yeah she she's coming back and she's like attacking men that are hurting women in a way or yeah just kind of hurting them yeah she's not a demon she's literally yeah a a ghost that yeah wants to fuck up especially if she died at the hands of her abusive husband and died in that way Um, I think we mentioned it in like very early episodes where I kind of believe that if somebody dies from a traumatic event, it kind of creates this ripple of energy, almost Mm. like they're stuck in a time loop. Yeah. And that's how I believe like if you're in an old abandoned hospital, let's say you might see hospital workers or old patients in the hospital and they're kind of like stuck in that time loop because of a traumatic death Mm -hmm. so i think her spirit might even just reside in that house where all that trauma happened it's like high energy and she's just living there and kind of reliving the trauma over and over so she's still in the same mindset of i have to defend women i hate men yeah like we don't know she thinks that like these men are her abusive husband and she's just like yeah she's just like retaliating yeah but out of like pure trauma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like a little sad if you think about it from the ghost perspective, but yeah. like from the people's perspective, like that's a little scary to wake it up is. with marks like that and to think that he really thought like he would have been killed by the spirit because he broke his sister's I'm arm. Like at the same time, why do you keep beating the women up in your household? If you're literally waking up with like a bloody nose, you're waking up with scratches, like would you yeah, not learn to not hit your sister? it's kids also. It's kids. I know. But and like, they're playing. But yeah. If no, I did it's that a little to my weird. brother and I woke up, with a bunch of scratches. Yeah, I would I like never touch him again. No, same. I'd be so scared. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, what is Aww. this dude doing? Uh, oh my God, so weird. So another one that we have here. After my parents divorced when I was a teenager, I lived with my mother. I experienced lots of paranormal happenings. Several times when I was reading in my bed, the room would start to feel icy. Next, it would feel as if something slash somebody that hated me was staring at me. When I got that feeling, I would leave the room and come back an hour later. Sometimes during the day, I would see a shadow figure sneaking along my bedroom walls. Something in the flat was pretending to be my dog. I went into my room and heard a deep growl from under my bed. My dog wasn't capable of making a noise that deep. It sounded like either a really big dog or a man doing his best dog impression. Other times, my dog would whimper and pace in the room next to mine, but wouldn't come when called, as if he was afraid of something in the hallway. When I moved in with my father, the paranormal activity stopped. That's a little fucking creepy. Yeah. 
especially hearing the noises and like knowing that it's not your dog and you're like what the fuck is yeah. that if the dog is scared bitch yeah. I'm scared oh my god once animals start getting scared I'm like oh my god yeah. like get out of there yeah that's really scary it's so creepy have you ever had like an animal just look in the corner of the room or is yeah. seeing something you're not yeah immediately if I see that I'm booking it yeah I'm gone. like that is oh my god that's like next level yeah oh but the dog like scared to come into the room even when he's being called yeah that's like red flags like <laughs> get out of there like there's clearly something in there that you yeah. can't see and the growling too yeah that's very that... odd i don't know why it would growl like that's mm. you just start growling back at it <laughs> <laughs> you know how that tiktok have you seen that tiktok it's like if a man like cat calls you like, oh yeah you should bark it gets scared of you <laughs> it's like maybe we're fucking with the wrong person yeah. I'm like oh my god yeah oh my god yeah i've seen those that's like very very strange though that's yeah mm, it's so creepy because we could not explain it i think that's the creepiest part yeah is that we just don't know okay the next story is I worked as a forensic nurse in a hospital lockup unit. We had one older lady who swore she was being haunted and abused by a demon she would call Tiberius. So many crazy things happened while she was on the unit. We'd go into the room to do normal care, leave, and seconds later she'd start screaming bloody murder. We'd run into the room to find her looking like she's been in a fight with a boxing champ, bloody lip, black eye, markings all over her body. No one ever saw her doing this stuff to herself. Things would get moved around the room by themselves. At one point, she was in protective restraints because the doctor thought that she was hurting herself. There was no way she could have moved or done anything to herself while in these restraints. But new marks would always appear or her tray slash cart would be across the room. The room was secure, so there was no way someone else was doing this. When we asked her questions, she'd just say it was Tiberius. After she was discharged, we always had trouble with that room. If there was going to be a rapid response or code, it happened in that room. One night, a guard reported lights blinking on and off. It was that room. Mm. That's... Mm interesting mm -hmm. especially that she came in already being like i'm haunted by this yeah. ghost so it like obviously followed her from maybe her home mm -hmm. or something and then into the hospital but for there to still be activity after she's gone that's a little strange mm -hmm. too for me i can kind of connect it to my theory on how well i think our theory mm -hmm. how there's like energetic whirls in certain areas mm -hmm. and then when you bring something like an entity it can stay there yeah like almost get trapped yeah like the yeah. energy of that entity can stay there i wonder if she passed like in the hospital they didn't say if she like left alive i wonder if she passed away in that room and then that entity just stayed in that yeah. room just causing chaos for everybody that was in it that's it's like a you theory. Up. Yeah. <laughs> moving stuff. Oh my god. But like that's a little crazy too for them to even put the restraints on her and still see mm -hmm. all the marks on her, the stuff moved across the room. 
man, hospital, like, night shift workers, too, especially in stuff like that, must see the craziest shit. I feel like, especially in hospitals, it is already, in my eyes, like a portal. Oh, yes. Because there are so, so many, many people, people die, so many people get birth there, mm. like, there's life, life coming in, in and out yeah, there's constantly. People that go there, you're usually not in a good mood. It, yeah, a lot of sadness, yeah, grief, yeah. anger, yeah. trauma. And I find a lot, a lot of stories that people see figures like waiting for them or like creepy, weird things mm-hmm. always happen in hospitals. Yeah, I can share actually one of my personal stories. This isn't my okay. story, um, but it's my stepmom's story. Okay. So when my sister was doing treatments in Geo, mm-hmm. they let us stay in like the Ronald McDonald's kids yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like, not a mini hotel, but like you have your own room and all of that. Um, but a lot of kids, their parents stay there because they're they're dying. Mm-hmm. Like they're dying in that hospital. That or they're getting like hardcore treatments, chemotherapy and all of that. And my stepmom was going to take a shower and she heard the curtains move <gasps> of the shower and like a little girl laughing. Oh in my the bathroom. god. Yeah. But there there's so many kids that yeah, that pass away there that I'm sure especially if it's kids. I feel like so many stories that I've heard relating to kids, they usually stay mm-hmm. at the spot that they've passed and I wonder if it's because they're so young that they're kind of too innocent to know like what to do a bit naive so Mm -hmm. they just stay there yeah that's where they spent a lot of their life yeah so they just know it the best so they feel comfortable there and there's a bunch of other kids that are sick there a bunch of other kids that have passed away there so Uh it's like so familiar to them everybody that is there kind of goes not to the same thing but similar situations yeah oh so strange i actually have recently my boss at my new job um (laughs) told me the story that her and so she has five kids and over a span of 10 years her her husband and all of the kids have had experiences with this one little spirit and she kind of went into detail with me with each of the kids story but i'm gonna keep it short but basically it's this little blonde boy and people see him like vividly and over the years like they haven't really told the kids like oh there's a spirit living in the house until the kid came forward and been like hey mom i had this weird experience um but it turns out that it was actually the neighbor's kid because the neighbors the mom and the two kids were in a really bad car wreck and the little boy is the one that died but their house like the neighbor's house got torn down So I'm assuming that this little boy's spirit who was in his home Mm -hmm. when the house got torn down, looked over to the neighbors and saw a bunch of kids, saw a family and just thought, oh, maybe I'll go with them instead. And now has stayed in that home ever since. Mm -hmm. And it's so strange. But yeah, they've all had experiences with this little boy and it's like completely harmless. Like they don't feel anything bad from it. It's just there's a little blonde boy spirit living in their house which is so weird i feel like a lot of the paranormal activity that happens is usually pretty harmless Mm -hmm. okay so we do have lots of other creepy stories but this one it starts off it says not creepy but kind of cool my mother split and transplanted a rose bush from my grandfather's farmhouse about 40 years ago it took but never bloomed At that point, she only kept it because it grew into the fence nicely and kept us kids from climbing it. My grandfather died about five years after she transplanted it, 
and that spring it bloomed red roses. A few years after that, my grandmother died, and the spring after, it bloomed white roses. These are the only two years it has ever bloomed. I think that's so sweet. Mm. I definitely see that as a message yeah from them yeah just being like we're good we're okay yeah hey how you doing yeah Uh that is so cute and And the only two times that ever bloom yeah that's really sweet you hear a lot of stories of little things like that that were significant Mm -hmm. to families for example people that associate their loved ones with like a butterfly yeah or like a certain bird uh-huh or and then like the butterfly like lands on the person or the yeah. bird comes and I've lands on the so shoulder many videos too of like at the funeral mm-hmm. where a yeah. certain bird or butterflies just land and like stay on the casket before yeah. they put it down it's like oh that's definitely definitely that person like mm-hmm. there's no other way around it I love it. I love it too. It's such like a cute and innocent little story. Very sweet. So the next story is growing up, my older brother had a computer program that he used to compose piano music on. I remember I was reading in the living room when I heard the most beautiful violin melody I have ever heard. I listened to the whole thing, which was several minutes long. I walked down the hallway to compliment my brother on his masterpiece when I realized my brother was not using the computer and I was home alone. This is so (laughs) cool. Yeah, so so cool. cool. And, you know, we watch a lot of haunting videos, people that are ghost haunting and stuff like that. And they use a lot of... Just like devices and cameras and everything. Yeah. And the batteries drain so quick. And that's like one of my beliefs is that when ghosts or spirits want access to this world, it's very easy for them to use electronic devices Mm -hmm. because it kind of radiates those energetic waves, like whatever rays they are really, Mm -hmm. but they kind of gain access to that and that's how they can make contact into the physical world. So either they'll drain your battery so that they can show themselves a bit more or whatever it is. So I think this spirit literally was in the house and he's like, oh sick, a piano. (laughs) And then just starts playing it as like this violin tune on the computer and just who knows it might have been the ghost of a composer just made the most beautiful fucking music ever but that's like really impressive honestly like that's really sweet I wouldn't feel threatened by that at all it's a little eerie when you find out oh shit there was actually nobody playing it but I think it's actually really cool I'd be like ghost please play me another banger (laughs) play me a bedtime yeah Seriously, it is so cool. And you hear a lot of stories about certain pieces like that of technology just bugging. Mm -hmm, Like being used or just Uh going crazy, especially in high activity places. Yeah, my mom also has another ghost story kind of related to technology. It was not long after my great grandmother had passed away and she was in the car and the radio was on. And this is like a like a normal radio Mm -hmm. channel like there's no way the radio is cutting off in the city you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and the radio completely cuts off and she's like Nana is that you it stops (gasps) and then turns back on right away after she says that weird Uh but I definitely believe that's them messing with the technology because it's I feel like it's probably easier for them to manipulate the 
energy of the technology. Yeah, because it has like those waves radiating yeah. from it. I think it's really easy for them to absorb that power in yeah. a way and just gain access. And that's probably why a lot of those types of tools are used in ghosts hunting because mm-hmm. it's much easier to get in contact with them uh, yeah for sure so the next one we have here is kind of really creepy but let's listen to the whole story okay <laughs> when i was younger around 14 or 15 years old my family used to camp at a state park every night my friend and i would walk through the woods we called this the ritual this particular night we decided to walk further into the woods than usual we had flashlights but we liked to try and navigate through the woods with them turned off. We were about half a mile from the nearest campsite when we heard a soft whispering behind us. Obviously, we hit the flashlights and spun around, didn't see anything, so we kept walking and we hear it again. This time we stop and look around a bit before we decided to head back to our campsite. Then we see what's whispering. It's a lady crawling on the ground, whispering just random words. She was wearing dark clothes and was covered in dirt. When she sees that we notice her, she stands up and declares that she's looking for her campsite. We ended up walking her back to the campground and tried helping her find her group. Turns out she was just super drunk slash high and got lost trying to find the bathroom. Her friends didn't even notice she was missing and if we didn't go that far into the woods, she would have been lost all night. It was pretty creepy. Girl, what is you doing? Oh my god. First of all, these are such nice people to actually <laughs> like walk her back because I would have probably kicked dirt in her face and went <laughs> running the other way. Like that is so scary. Yeah. If you're coming up behind me, crawling, crawling on the ground, whispering shit, I'm sorry. Hell nah. My soul is disconnecting from my body in <laughs> that moment. Like that is so scary. Where the fuck is the Bible? In the middle of the night oh my god and like they actually helped this lady oh my god i would have thought that i would have been dead Uh uh-huh just very weird story though very strange very very creepy was she drunk was she high what 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 was going on she was definitely like high off some next level yes Ugh. Ugh. creepy 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 okay this is another camping story I was camping with my husband and his family at a small remote lake in New Mexico. There are about 10 people in our group and another group of six people in the next campsite. It was nighttime and both groups were doing typical activities, making s'mores, having a few drinks and telling stories, when we all heard what sounded like a little girl yelling out for help. Neither group had children with them, but we were all positive We were hearing a little girl and decided to search the area we heard the noises from together. There was a field behind our campsites and we all saw a very tall, pure white figure standing maybe a hundred feet away from us in the field making these noises. We all agreed this thing looked maybe six feet tall, skinny, and white as can be. We made our way closer to investigate but Whatever it was that we saw started backing off as we got closer and it disappeared into the trees. All night, we continued to hear a little girl calling for help as we tried to sleep. Oof. Okay. No. (laughs) No, 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 no. So if you've ever heard of the term skinwalker, it might have been the first thing that popped up in your head Mm. when we told this story. 
That is so fucking creepy because I cannot even tell you how many stories there are on Reddit Mm -hmm. from people all over the world that have seen these creepy ass tall skinny beings making noises mimicking human voices either children asking for help or mimicking somebody that you know saying oh can you come here can you come here Mm -hmm. and it is so fucking creepy Mm -hmm. like it sends chills down my spine it is so gross like it's the fact that it sounds human yeah but it is it's clearly not and i think from all the stories that i've really read like this one that they kind of survive it i guess Mm. or like the thing walks away this creature is because they're in a group and they're in a big group in this case it was 16 people that were all looking together and they all saw this thing imagine being alone yeah if you encountered this alone or even with one friend there's very little chance that this thing would turn away from you Mm -hmm. and that is so creepy and if you want to look up skinwalkers or wendigos do it at your own risk because that shit is creepy Mm -hmm. as fuck and there are so many stories of people coming across beings like this it's very interesting stories i am so curious like i would definitely want to see them for myself mm-hmm. so that I can firmly believe in these stories yeah but I I know that I would have so many nightmares about it yeah same but for me oh like God. I need to see that shit to yeah. firmly believe it not to discount like any of the stories mm-hmm. I just need to really see it for yeah, yourself see it yeah and experience yeah and i feel like that's most people's case when they hear about paranormal stuff they're like unless it happens to them they don't fully believe in it yeah and because it's just so strange and it's if you've never seen it or never heard of it and there's only like a well not that there's a couple stories there's a lot of stories Mm -hmm. but i definitely feel like until you see it for yourself it's really hard to believe Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah especially just how like we're made as humans it's hard for us to think that there is something out there that is above us Mm -hmm. above the food chain like yeah something that would make us the prey yeah that's like a very weird concept for us to think about yeah yeah and it's hard for me to wrap my head around that yeah oh so weird but it kind of reminds me because oh my god we could go down a whole thread of just (laughs) camping stories yeah but it kind of reminds me of like another creepy story that i read on reddit but i couldn't find it for the life of me to like actually read it for you but it's along the lines of this man and his dog were camping together and he camps alone with his dog like all the time and they were at this campsite and his dog has a little bell around his collar just so the man can like be aware of where his dog is because he kind of roams around and one night he could hear the bell going through the woods around the site and then so he was calling his dog for his dog to come back the dog comes back scared as shit does not have his collar on him and comes right up to the owner and he can still hear the bell ringing going around the site Mm -hmm. what the fuck took off the collar from the dog for the dog to be really fucking scared for the dog to be completely unharmed and for the bell to be ringing like what is that Mm -hmm. If it was a creature, I feel like the dog would have been harmed. He would hear, like, the creature attacking the dog or something. But, like, what is it? Was it a person? 
like a creepy psycho person that was doing this like oh my god but it's just so weird no it's so interesting because there's also this theory on how like forests and big national parks and stuff like that are actually huge portals Mm-hmm. to these types of creatures there's like this belief or this theory that that's why sometimes people see bigfoot or see skinwalkers and stuff like that because they're like coming out of this portal and then going back so we can't find them or we can't necessarily yeah. look for them when we want to because i've heard that too especially in the united states mm-hmm. like the national parks there stay in your campsite stay on the trails and you do not go off trail because like you don't know what's out there yeah i've heard so many people and like experienced campers and hikers saying this too like you do not go off trails at national parks uh-huh. oh so creepy and- it's kind of like the ocean. There's so many parts that we've probably discovered, but we don't know what is there. We don't know what yeah. is living there. We're not always there. It's not necessarily explored. Yeah. So this next story that we have is, my grandma lives in a very stereotypical horror movie house, small Midwest town, white and old looking home on a farm. She even has a chipped wooden Mary nativity in the front yard. She also has a cemetery about half a mile down the road. I used to sleep in the room in the corner on the top floor, my aunt's room, and it had a wooden rocking chair in it. When I was younger, I would wake up because I thought I heard it rocking to the point where I would wake up my grandma and have to stay in her room. About 10 years later, my mom, my aunt, and I were talking about how creepy my grandma's house was. My aunt goes on to talk about how when she was younger, the reason my mom and her ended up sharing a room was because she thought the room was haunted. She said she woke up one morning and the rocking chair was about two feet closer to her bed. And after that night, it would start rocking on a nightly basis at midnight. That's a little weird. Very strange. (laughs) That's creepy. I actually had a friend when I was younger have a similar thing with a rocking chair in her basement that the rocking chair would kind of rock by itself. Just don't ever buy a rocking chair. <laughs> don't thrift one. Don't, don't even bother. One. Like you, they're not that comfy. Like you do not need a rocking chair. That is so creepy. I loved rocking chairs when I was younger, though. <laughs> In the middle of the night, like bolt those things down. I swear. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Because it's like all the grandma spirits that are really like sitting in those, yeah, right? So they're it's like, like, hey, what's up? Just knitting or something. Yeah. <laughs> knitting in the chair. That is so weird once again like i could have so many theories about this Mm -hmm. because if we think about our cia document energetic worlds i feel like putting a rocking chair in a corner where there's a lot Mm. of energetic worlds could possibly make the rocking chair move yeah for sure i don't know it's just very weird is it someone moving it is it just moving it by itself what the fuck is going on yeah (laughs) who knows just the air like the draft coming in i don't know the next story is when i was 16 i was riding horses with my friend in the field beside her house the horse threw me and i hit my head hard The next thing I know, I'm on my back in incredible pain, staring up at my friend, who is frantically screaming at me. Dazed, my gaze shifted and then refocused on her friend behind her, a tall, thin man wearing a black suit and an old-fashioned, wide-brimmed hat. He was staring unblinking into my eyes over my friend's shoulder. Days later, she came to visit me in the hospital, and I asked about the man I'd seen. I thought it was her new boyfriend she'd recently told me about. 
She told me there was no one there but me and her. Mm. That is also interesting. <sighs> yeah. Could it have been a spirit guide? Mm-hmm. Could it have been just... Once again, uh, it's, it's kind of similar to that story about the family seeing that, like, yeah, entity. Yeah, thing around the door. Yeah. yeah, that first story. I don't know. When you hit your head or you're, like, c- close to death, are you, like, in between dimensions where you're able to s- maybe... Yeah. I don't know. Or was it just that she was more sensitive to seeing them? Yeah. Because I hear, like, a lot of stories that are people that are injured or in the hospital that see people. And then, obviously, she did end up in the hospital, like she said. But that's very strange. Mm-hmm. That he was behind her friend, too. Yeah, just, like, looking. Just, like, staring at her. Yeah. Could it have been, like, an old owner uh-huh. of the ranch or whatever it was? I almost feel like my first instinct, if that happened to me and I saw this figure, with the knowledge that I have now and the beliefs that I have now, I would have thought that it was either her spirit guide or some kind of, maybe not even specifically to one of us but just a spirit guide that was there just kind of watching yeah the situation just sending her back yeah like oh you're not ready yeah and then go back or just making sure that she was okay yeah but it's interesting very interesting so this last story that we have is when i was seven i suddenly awoke in the middle of the night to a young child kneeling near my bed praying At first, I thought it was my younger brother, so I asked him what he was doing. After I asked, he slowly looked at me and stood up and started running. So I hopped out of bed and followed him down my stairs and out my front door. We had a long driveway and I followed him all the way to the end. Then he simply vanished. I went back to my room and nothing like that has happened since. That is weird. Have you ever watched... um dark skies or gray skies i don't remember what it's called yeah dark skies I, yes i feel like i did watch it but like a really long time ago it's like aliens trying to abduct the yes. child yes, yes, yes. Okay, and then making it. him see stuff and hallucinate so he goes outside and shit <gasps> yeah. like that that's the vibes i'm getting like being lured outside mm. to be like yeah i i don't know maybe because he thought it was his little brother and it was very dark but i would not be following anybody outside of my house in the middle of the night like as soon as you leave the front door like you are not my responsibility anymore (laughs) closes the door unlocks the door like i will stay inside oh yeah yeah no that is so strange yeah so strange and to have like in the middle of the night yeah just looking up and having this little boy like praying at your bed yeah Oh, that's creepy. <laughs> it is so creepy. And then imagine being outside and then this boy vanishes and you realize you're outside at night. You've just followed something that isn't there. I think that would scare me more same, than same. just seeing him at the, the end of my the bed. The thought that I have to turn around and, and walk go back. back. Yeah, I would have been like, why did you bring me out here? Yeah. What did you lure me here for? It's like, why <laughs> did you even start running? Like, wh- are you scared of me? <laughs> Should we be scared of something? Yeah. Like running away no, from No, but something? it's very strange that he just started running and like right out of the house too until the end of the driveway. Yeah. I think that's very strange. What would have happened if he would have kept going and like outside of their driveway yeah, where would onto he have the road? Gone? Yeah. Mm. There are a million stories on Reddit about 
paranormal stuff, poltergeist stuff, just ghost stories, or just like creepy things in general, kind of like that drunk lady in the woods. Like that's really weird. (laughs) It's just weird. Yeah. Um, If you liked hearing us talk about these ghost stories and telling stories and leave a comment on one of our Instagram posts telling us that you want to see more or even DM us. We'd love to hear mm-hmm. what kind of things you'd like to have for these more chill episodes, but we had lots of fun. Yeah, and if you have any paranormal stories or any interesting stories Ooh, you want us to react to, yes. literally let us know. Send them to us and maybe in our next chill episode when we read ghost stories, we'll be reading yours. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. We will see you next Friday. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this week's episode. You can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, and Google Podcast. And you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Spirit Goddess Podcast. We're happy to have you on this spiritual journey with us. See you next Friday. One eye open when I'm sleeping.